This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Wednesday, 26th of April, 2023. In this evening's show, we are discussing last Tuesday's uh, undeserved 2-0 home defeat to West Brom. The life support giving 1-0 win at Brom on Saturday. And we go through all the relegation permutations. Because, folks, it ain't over yet. I'm John Asmall. This is the Seaside's podcast. Extra time show. Inhale the hopium. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Seaside's podcast on a uh, Wednesday evening. Seems weird on a Wednesday. Fixtures all mixed up. Uh, yeah, as Richard Watts has said, uh, inhaler at the ready. Tim, are you uh, are you inhaling the hopium? I've, I think I need to start the show with a profuse apology, don't I, for holding everybody back for thirty minutes this evening. And then I'm still at work at twenty to seven, twenty to eight. It's like Tim's like Axel Rose just turns up when he wants. If anyone's been to a Guns N' Roses gig, four hours late. So apologies, everybody, if you've been hanging around and uh, waiting for an eight pm start, only to find out it's not. Well, secure when you're going toe to toe with Rishi on a Wednesday as well. This is so it. You've done. You've you've done well getting back from. I've got to prep for P and Q's tomorrow, haven't I? <laughs> no, it's today. Was it today? I thought it was normally yeah, Thursdays. Yeah. PMQs. Well, I got my days mixed up. It's always Wednesdays, yeah. All oh, right. Off. Um, That's why I don't do very well. I'm not going to win the election. <laughs> I always turn up on the wrong day. <laughs> Great hair, though, as always said. As Owen always said. Um, oh, as Owen says, my <laughs> Owen was always a fan. From, from the age two. Nick BFC Craig just said, "Is uh, is the Raggy Aid inhalable?" Asking for a friend. <laughs> yes, I think Raggy will have some uh, little canisters of it available at the uh, 
the Armfield Club pre-match on Friday. Well, just the, uh, I've just had the gallon today, so I'm going to take over from the uh, the ragged his ragginess. <laughs> Sir Vaggy of eight, yeah, he's unfortunately not available tonight to deliver one of his uh, famous rousing speeches. Um, I had somebody in our profession singing his praises uh, today, saying um, he brings an extra dimension to the podcast. So there you go. So mm. one of us might be getting our cards. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be Andy. New sign-in. Did a sterling job on his debut. <laughs> I'd have lasted him first out. <laughs> well, come I'm on, to we'll have to do a redundancy right. matrix to decide. But anyway, <laughs> no, but it was, it, was good, it was good positive feedback, to be fair. I had a bit of positive feedback from uh, when I was out walking the dog yesterday on the the fields at the back of where I live, which is apparently going to be the new training ground. Um, Just there with the dog and a a chap comes walking at me towards me with another dog, smiling. He said, pointing at me, it's you, isn't it? I was like, yep, it's me. Yeah, yeah. I kind of guessed what he was on about. Uh, Yeah, quick chat with him. And he, he said, yeah, I love it. Watch every episode. When's the next one? So I told him it was today. And um, his dog jumped up and went, well, get down, Jerry. And I said, Jerry, because of... And he went, yep, Jerry hates. You know, get his name to shout. Give uh, it was, it was um, his name on hers, never mind the bollocks. Oh, good stuff. There he is. There There he is. (laughs) As if by magic, (laughs) the bollocks appears. He's got Jerry. Never mind, it was... was... (laughs) Kenny Dougal in our house, Romanian rescue dog. We've that got was Ollie. We had Ollie. Yeah, we had Ollie. There. Rest in peace, Tim's yeah, dog. Okay, Ollie. You had Mike Davis, the cat, John. Still got him. He's still going. Still going, Mike. Is he? Ginger cat named Mike. Anyone else? Um, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. You called Mike, weren't you? Sorry, terrible names, but yeah, that was good. Yeah, slightly demanding for like chess game. Anyway, at least you'll be able to carry on dog walking around the back of your house for a few more years yet, won't you? <laughs> carry on dogging. <laughs> Think of the positives. Once a dogger, always a dogger. <laughs> so they say. That's a whole different podcast. That's, that is specialist. <laughs> That's more specialist than bowls. Let's move on. <laughs> You get, good, one... you, get good, you get good viewing numbers, though, apparently. <laughs> definitely not one for the Bowls uh, podcast, is it, Nick? No. Bought myself two new woods today, so, yeah, we'll be, we'll be there. You're getting Ready. serious, then, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Your lessons, Nick. You should be having lessons, won't you? <laughs> Down at Carlton Bowling Club. Can only offer co- cricket coaching, John. I can't offer bowls coaching, so... <laughs> £40 an hour any time you want it. <laughs> So much you charge? Eh? Is that much you charge? £40 an hour? Travelling expenses are very hard mm. to come by. Then. Let's get into this coaching <laughs> lot, Tim. Oh. Well, so he's on slister rates there. <laughs> we had a zero on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, should we get going? It's obviously been a, a while since the last pod. Um, we've got West Brom to briefly catch up on. West Brom at home, Nick. It was a, it was billed as a, a must-win game. We didn't win, but we should have won, shouldn't we? Uh, two or three well, guilty. Yeah, it would have taken out. I mean, we, in the first half. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Um, Keshi had a good one, didn't he? Um, oh, he's gone. He's having, he's having his had problems a again. I'm with you still. Yeah, you turned into Max Headroom. Yeah, yeah. You broke up. What was that? Uh, I was saying, yeah, we did. We had three very good chances in the first half. Is that it? Sorry, you guys are freezing now. You're all doing Max Headroom to me. Tim, did you go to West Prom? Oh. I did. I did. And um, <laughs> as 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 Nick was was articulating. Um, Albeit in uh, a parallel universe, uh, you know, we, we we had some good chances, and 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 the, I think the difficulty is sometimes when things aren't going your way, um, yeah, those let the rubs of the green go against you, don't they? And and I think as we're going to go on to discuss throughout this game, I think we were we 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 were left with a perception of perhaps being a little bit cheated uh, of a result that we really needed and we probably deserved. Um, but, and, and, and I, you know, we're all just, I know, again, I'll get a jump in head, but we're so frigging frustrating that we were stuck with that dinosaur for as long as we were, where, you know, we do the simple things, which is to play the right team or something akin to the right team and, and, and attack the opposition. And all of a sudden we look like we can play football, um, again. So. Personally, bearing in mind the fact where West Brom were, I thought we, from the off, really, we gave a reasonably good account of ourselves. You know, we were, we went toe to toe with them, didn't we? And the fact that, the fact that we're giving it a go and that we're, you know, we're making teams who are playing us worry, um, uh, is, is great to see because we were going down with a proverbial whimper before. I actually heard this week, and I don't know whether it's right. But I was I was told that um, that McCarthy actually fell on his own sword and said, "It's not working for me. Give give Dobby a go." Um, mm. And that's that's from pretty reliable, pretty reliable source. So um, I'd be quite if that's true. That as much as um, uh, I'm still frustrated, at least he did the right thing albeit perhaps not quite early enough, because I, I just think, I think if we've been playing the football that we, we, we seem to be playing and, and started to play at the beginning of the West Brom game, we wouldn't we wouldn't be in this problem or we wouldn't be as deep into this problem as we are. Let's put it that way. Andy, over, over to you then. As uh, Tim said, it's just incredibly frustrating that the dinosaur wasn't potted or walked um, a lot earlier. Because we've gone toe-to-toe with West Brom. We should have won the game. Um, I know um, a lot of people don't like the stats, but we did have a much higher XG. We don't need to tell you about XG figures to know that we had the, the better chances. We should have won the game against Luton. We went toe-to-toe with them, all right. We probably ran out a bit of out of steam a bit in that game. But the fact that we've matched and we've attacked these, these teams, top teams as well, just does go to show that it's incredibly frustrating that action wasn't taken sooner. And um, I think I agree with Tim also that we, we wouldn't be in this mire now. I'd, uh, we can't. Had he been the thing is, right, when you're operating on our our budget that we operate on, as we've found out before, um, when when you're in one of the two probably worst budgets in the league, you have to be brave. 
you've got to be brave to to take this league on. And as we found out in the Premier League, <clears throat> along the way, you might take a couple of hammerings along all the way, but be brave and have the courage of your own conviction and and at least play in a positive way and believe that you're going to get a result. And I think Dobby's starting to instill that into these guys that they can get a result. You know, might need a couple of kicks off the line. It might need a, a an absolutely magnificent block from somebody. It might need, um, it might need um, the substitutions at the right time to to take tiring players off. But if we start off in a positive, I think at home. Pardon me. At home, an early goal is crucial because then it gets the fans up and then we know we've got something to hang on to at least then and we we don't lose our momentum. And and I think Dobby's really, really, really done doing all the right things with with us as a group of fans and we, we're starting to believe in him and just like I, I, I said Dobby before McCarthy came and I really believe that because he knew the club, because he knew that positivity breeds positivity and that he'd have half a chance. I was bored out by a few people saying inexperience, inexperience, but where do these guys get the experience? They've got Vince to manage companies, games Vince of football. Companies done all right without a lot of experience, haven't they? Forty-five million quid. Yeah, out, okay, so he, went to he went to Anderlecht <laughs> and made. No, you know he probably wasn't great at Anderlecht, but he learned. And but he's had a big budget for this league, to be fair. And uh, and and I think though that sometimes it's the right person at the right time. Holloway was the right person with the right group of players, and and Dobby is probably the right person at the right time, but. It could have. He needed six more, six or seven more games, didn't he? And I think what I've, what I've heard as well from the same source is that the the training's become a lot more technical since Dobby took over, um, and and the players are absolutely loving it because it's interesting and it's and they can see what he's trying to do, and they can see that there's. I'm, I'm elaborating here when I say you know they can see these patterns of play and whatever, but um, well certainly there was. That the, uh, the the person I spoke to said he's he's really got the players on side and and he clearly knows what he's doing and, and I, I genuinely don't think McCarthy knew what he was doing at our club I don't think he knew the players he didn't don't think he knew what system to play um, and he was just trying to get the proverbial tune out of our players wasn't he Can, Which he, can you remember me he, uh, me saying to you John not long after McCarthy took over I said to you when we were in the Phoenix Knights Club or whatever we call it these days. And we're in there. And I said to you, I want to go to the training ground. And yeah, I want I to tell him yeah. what these players can do, what the certain players can do and what positions they're good in and what position. Because we all knew. And the frustration thing was McCarthy had to pick that up from scratch and didn't have a clue. And it was hard work, wasn't it? It was, it was a hard watch. It was a hard it probably watch. cost us five, five or six points, I yeah. think. Um, during that period where he was literally just winging it 
yeah. and and trying different players in different positions and 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 in, uh, almost inevitably getting it wrong in the process by about at least by at least two or three positions and we can't afford it we can't afford not to have the right players in the right positions because we've got we're up against it anyway so it's and it's fine margins sometimes and the games we lost because we didn't, you know, I mean, you go back to cancelling that Huddersfield game, which I'm sure we did just to give him more time with the players. That was, we were on a bit of form there and that was the worst thing we could have, and they weren't, that was the worst thing we could have done. And and not really going out to win that game or the Rotherham game was, was criminal because um, we knew they were the games we had to win and we didn't really do that. We tried to avoid losing as we did in a lot of a game, with a lot of games and, and, I think we'll look back on this season if we don't, you know, I'll, I'm going to have another sip of Raggiade in a minute, but if we don't um, uh, get over the line, and, and, you know, it's going to be incredible, incredible if we do. But if we don't, I think we're going to look back on a few of those games and really rue the fact that we wasted the opportunities. And we did waste them. We wasted probably three or four opportunities to put ourselves in a far better position. <sighs> Do you know who I blame, Tim? It's just a oh, thought just come into my head. Sean McGinley. Sean McGinley. It's about time Sean took some. He knew, didn't he? He knew. He knew the players. He knew who was good. He knew who was bad. He works for the club. He had all the XG stats. He had all the XG. Why wasn't he in the ear of McCarthy? I can just imagine out. I can just imagine McCarthy's reaction to, to Sean telling him about XG. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Who the F in hell do you think you are, lad? Yeah. X G. <laughs> Am I hearing this right? Yeah, but no, we get one like, of we get we get one of the also... we get one of the podcasts on the inside and then he fails to deliver it's it's exactly. incredibly disappointing. Yeah. We're just going back out. to the West Brom game. Sorry, Nick, well, um Keshi getting injured, I think was a turning point as well, because he was you know, doing really well in midfield, getting on the ball, on the front foot. And you saw when he went down, I um, just said to, uh, I can't, uh, Dougie was with me, uh, if he goes off, I think we're knackered. Because he, he's made such a difference, you know, he's getting fitter and fitter. Um, he's so comfortable on the ball. And it's what we, you know, we've talked about this many times, haven't we, on the, on the pod about the midfield battle. And he's just someone who, He's comfortable on the ball, can run with it, can create chances, can make things happen. And it just makes all the difference. It unlocks everything, doesn't it? And and with him getting injured, it was just a bit of a, you know, second half, are we gonna are we gonna have enough? And unfortunately we you know, we just didn't. I think him going off at that point was just indicative of the, the season as as a whole, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just been one thing after another. But because Tim said, it's, Tim and Andy have just said it was avoidable had decisions been made about the, the managers earlier, twice. Yeah, yeah. And I'd agree with Tim, particularly those those home games where, you know, they're entirely winnable and, and we go out not to get beat. And, you know, we're not good enough to, to be sitting back and trying to defend for 60, 70 minutes and sneak a 1-0 from a, a set piece because um, we're pretty poor on those, let's be honest. And yeah, it, a little bit of attacking a tent, we, it makes all the difference. And what, what Dobby's doing, you know, let's be honest, it isn't rocket science, isn't it? There's, you know, a lot of fans have been saying the same thing. Just go for it, you know, get attacking players on the pitch. 
So, Tim, after after the game, we all kind of trudged out, and I think there was a, a, a sense of resignation amongst the fan base that that was it, we were done, we were down. Um, yeah, I, no mean, I think the, the fans have given great support during that game. I, I, just, I don't want to leave the game without mentioning that, because... There was an incredible level of support, even when we went two 0 down. Mm. Um, uh, that the fans, you know, basically raised the voices again, didn't they? And even their keeper acknowledged it um, both at the time and at the end of the game. And I, and I think that I think you know we tried to do our bit, and it was just very frustrating that it that, you know the the dice just fall the wrong for us. Um, you know, well, with it, as we've said with injuries, and as we've said with you know, lack of opportunities. And I think most of us were resigned at that point, weren't we? I, 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 I couldn't see us realistically going to Birmingham, getting a result. And that, and that neatly segues us. On to Birmingham. That's West Brom, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, uh, on to Birmingham away. Quite a weird one. Um, I'll try and talk as I bring up the, the new team sheet. Um I was going to go to Burn, uh, Birmingham bef- if we won on Tuesday night, but I think it just it took your wind out of your sails, didn't it? I think everyone did, and uh, Tim, there was a uh, amongst pretty much every Blackpool fan I know and I'm friends with, there was a very much a, a general malaise towards this game, which I've not seen amongst the fan base and uh, the people I know in a long, long time. In the fact that no one could even be asked watching it, myself and Nick included. Ben, um, who goes to footy with, and were you particularly bothered about catching up with the game? I, I, I watched it. Um, I won't incriminate myself by saying how and and, and where, um, but I, I did. I did watch the game, and um, uh, but I was close not to doing. I, I was ambivalent. Ambivalent, I think, is the expression where I could just. Yeah, it was just a fact. I ended up being home in the afternoon. And my missus has gone out for sort of for a couple of drinks with my daughter. I think that was yeah, that was the day. And and I just I was there. I was there, and like my lad was up. And didn't even really watch it. He was upstairs. What you know, YouTube, whatever he was on. So where uh, he would normally be avidly watching it. So there's def- mm. definitely the, the malaise was felt in uh, Fielding Towers. And um, uh, if I'd been a bit, I think I was a bit under the weather. And if I hadn't been under the weather, I'd have probably bogged off out somewhere and got on my bike or something like yeah. that. Well, I was I was obviously managing the uh, kids' team in the morning, and we went, we went to we went to the Elk to get some breakfast, and I sat with Ben, one of the other dads, and he said we were going to go back to someone's house and watch it. And he said, "Should we just stay out and go out on the piss instead?" And I said, "He said the missus can take the kids. We'll stay out for a few beers. It was nice." Then I said, "Yeah." No point is they're going to watch it. So um yeah, we went for a bit of a crawl down Polton, sat up in the ended up in the top of the thatched and um who did we uh who guess who spotted us on the uh, the rooftop garden of the thatched and joined us for a pint just randomly in Polton. <laughs> that chap below me there, didn't you, Nick? He just yes. he just appeared like um you know Mr. Ben when the shopkeeper yeah, just the appears shopkeeper. out of nowhere. Nick just well, appeared I, at the top of the I was, roof uh, garden. I was getting some brownie points in because I'm doing Norwich. We've got four nights there. So I thought I'll go out for a few drinks with my 
better half. And we've been something to eat. And um, I said, we'll go to the thatch for one. And uh, making our way through St. Chad's. And I was like, hey, up. <laughs> Look who's had the same idea. So, yeah, went for a couple more pints before we headed home. There might have been a, uh, a mobile phone um, safely ensconced on the top of a, a plant pot that might have been showing a stream of the, the game, Nick. So it was quite a quite a pleasant place to uh, observe a game, wasn't it? Well, you'll be pleased to know, everyone, I, uh, I even managed to do a Smith when I wasn't watching the game because I went to the bar and came back and Mr. Pervader had notched. So some things never change. <laughs> So yeah, if anyone's if anyone was in the Polton vicinity around that time and heard a big roar coming from the top of the rooftop garden, that's your explanation. Um, Andy, did you did you catch the game or did you make any B row any B lines to try and watch the game or listen to it or anything? I was I was sunning myself on the Wirral watching a, a game of cricket and uh, catching up with it, watching bits on my phones and. Uh, Mm. And I, I I did a Smith as well, and uh, and managed to turn my phone off, and then turn it back on five minutes later, and we're one nil up. So, like, frantically trying to get a clip of the goal, but you know, you knew you knew Pervader was going to get injured once he'd scored, because like we hate hate having people scoring goals. And, did, so, um, he nearly got injured directly after he scored, didn't he? he slipped over in the yeah, turf yeah. and. Imagine if he'd rolled his ankle. <laughs> Thorn, did Thornley go off injured as well? Don't know. Let's, uh, yeah, he, he did go off later. Mm. Well, Pervader came on a sub, didn't he, and then got subbed off. Yeah, so yeah, that's what right. happened there. Right, Tim, let's come to the team. Great to see Grimmy back. Gabriel, Nelson, Thornley and Lyons at the back. Uh, you've been, you're the much vaunted fullback pairing that you particularly were uh, chomping at the bit for multiple times throughout the dinosaurs reign in the Jurassic period. Uh, Fiorini, Carey, Patino, Bowler, Hamilton and Rogers um, on the bench. Maxwell, husband, Connolly, Tribal, Rob Apter, Pervader and, and Brad Holmes. Firstly, and there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Great to see Grimmy back. Great to see the uh, dual forces on the wings of uh, Gabriel and Lyons. I do, um, I do uh, think, actually, I do think Andy Lyons isn't quite as good at left back as he's right back. I do think that, but I think when, when, we've, got, when we've got as many players out as we have... I think it's the best combination. I think it's I think it's the strongest combination and I think it's the one that gives us the 
the most attacking threat from the wings that that we can get with this system. So I'm I'm, I'm really glad to see it. I'm, I'm really glad to see it, seeing it working because you never, you know, you listen. You, we spout our stuff on here and we think we've got a rough idea of what's right and what what might work. But it's good to see that it actually does, you know. And we we you know we've bothered just theorize about it and um and i think um uh i think we'll see injuries permitted um i think we'll see that on a regular basis well say regular basis we've got two games left haven't we uh for the rest of the season i think i think that that will be the settled back um uh, uh two fullback positions which is and and we do need a bit of consistency as well i think with you know we, we with mccarthy we got I mean, who can play CJ at left back? I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, uh, you know, we're going to see a. We seem to look like we're starting to see a slightly more settled team, though, certainly on a defensive basis, at least. Um, yeah, so go on, carry on, John. Sorry, I interrupted you. Well, I was also saying if you look at the bench there, um, obviously good to see Tom Tribal back. He could be pivotal in the final two games, but it's also good to see their youth being finally been given a chance. Your boy, yeah. Brad Holmes, again involved, and Rob Apter as well, who's definitely Fant- the fantastic, isn't it? I mean, um, uh, obviously, Brad got a look. We didn't mention it before. We got a, a cameo on um, Tuesday night, didn't he? And um, I think the one thing I perhaps noticed about, and I, I saw him at Burnley, um, not, not Burnley, um, I saw him at the Nobbers and. Uh, he, uh, he he had a, he said hello as he walks down the stairs, and um, what I've, I've noticed is he's filled out quite a bit as Brad. Um, clearly, he's been in his dad's gym, and uh, he looks like he looks like he's bulked up a little bit. And I think that will stand him in good stead because he's he's quite a big lad anyway. I mean, he's six foot. I don't know, six foot one. Six, I don't think he's six two. He might be six one. He's um, a unit. I noticed he was a unit. Yeah, but he, he's, he, look, he looks like a foot. He looks like a centre forward now. For he me, looks like, I'll tell you, he looks like uh, build wise. He looks a bit like big Gaz. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's got a physique on him. Oh, and he's an athlete. He always was an athlete, right? For being six and seven when he was galloping down the wing and and you know and basically unstoppable then. And he was always an athlete, um, and uh, he'd run all day. But uh, great to see him just look like he's got a bit more of a physical presence. And I thought he put himself about a bit on Tuesday night, to be fair. Okay, uh, Nick, over to you. Your, your thoughts on, on the lineup? Um I was a little bit worried about the midfield, whether we'd... Uh, whether steel. it steal. Yes, whether it was a bit lightweight, and um, we might get uh, out-fought or out-muscled, as we have done a few times this season and you know I've only seen highlights and sort of read reports and by all accounts the first half was was one to forget um it was a bit of a massive scramble wasn't there at, at our end where uh, Grimmy's made a couple of saves there was bodies thrown on the line and you're wondering how it hasn't gone in the back of the net but thankfully it didn't and that's the the bit of luck we need and you know we don't need to necessarily at this stage of the season be be dominating teams and creating a dozen chances away from home particularly it can just be a little bit of luck um which for once went our way with with um you know with the goal with the mistake that they made trying to play out from the back and we've pounced on it but again I think you make your own look a bit as well you know we've we've been on the front foot at least he's made a positive substitution in putting Pervader on um and it's paid off so however it happens 
you, you take it at this stage of the season, don't you? And like you said at the start, you know, it, it ain't over yet. We're we're still in with a chance and keep taking the raggiade and we've we've always crossed. done the best away from home last year and this year when we've pressed and mm. never mind it away from home at home as well. And and what I think what we've seen on the Dobby is we've started to see the return of the press, haven't we? Where mm. and, and that's how that goal comes. That goal comes because we are not giving their defence any time on the ball. And I, again, I, I don't want it to turn into bloody McCart- McCarthy slagging uh, um, session. No, but let's, Tim, let's. We were, sit- we were sitting off too much. We were sitting off and letting and letting teams play. And 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 as, as, as Andy said before, you know, you've got to be brave and you've got to go at teams. You can't sit back and try and play for a draw. It's bollocks. It's it's crap to watch. Anyway, I'd rather go. Da- I'd rather go down, play attractive football, than stay in that league, and 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 just play some defensive, you know, game which is based on percentages that you might every now and again steal a draw away from home. It's 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 anti football. Well, the thing is, we don't score that goal with if McCarthy's still manager, do we? Because, yeah. like I say, one we're not pressing, and two yeah. Pervader's not on the pitch. Yeah. There's a there's a few things for me. I think. Um, if you if you look what happened before Lyons signed for us, I think when he played on the left, he was probably better at wing back than full back. So that might be one thing that that we look at, and it might be a point where where Tim you're, he probably is a right back but a left wing back, if if that makes sense. Um, and uh, he might be not such quite a good a defender on the left hand side, um, but needs must at the minute is probably our best option there in in this in a brave uh, formation um and it we've we've got to make a we've got to make a space for gabriel to be on that to be on that pitch because he's he's capable of of going on a run and creating something interesting and- what john's comment there the uh, the birmingham fan in the in the room um, Do you want to just read it out, Tim? Just for yeah, he says, audio. saw a different game to me. We were all saying in the stadium, obviously this is the home fans, we were amazed that you didn't press. We're passive all game. I, I, I mean, we're, we're, John, all I can say is we were a lot more, we were pressing <laughs> a lot more than before. we have been doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a low bar, John. <laughs> it's, John's, John's obviously do, doesn't watch us every week. That's all I can say. <laughs> We, we we really seriously um like we just knock a million dollars comparative I know this isn't great by the way what's going on at the minute we're not great we're just we're just a, a million miles on from it was under McCarthy and like you're going into the last two games and you're actually feeling like do you know what we are it, it's highly unlikely but we we've got a chance, right? With McCarthy, I'd be just sitting here. Well, we're down now, aren't we? And and you know, as I said in the last time I was on, I was Appleton out, absolutely, hand on heart, Appleton out all the way, right? But I didn't. We didn't get what we wanted with McCarthy, did we? Um, and we should have. We should have read it a lot sooner than we did, and and Dobby really should have had ten games at it at least. Mm. Um, you, you you could tell at Huddersfield, couldn't you? 
when when that ball went up in the air, them towards and them towards about ten times, and you just thought, like, what am I bother? Why bother? It's just like this is awful. It was a that was abysmal. Oh, it was it? terrible. It was terrible, and and you could tell then that you might as well pack up. You know, we're all hoping McCarthy was going to be the one, you know, to save us out of experience, but we got the wrong one of the dinosaurs, didn't we? <laughs> we, we, you know, Warnock's done a far better job with Uddersfield than McCarthy did with us. And, and it's an interesting yeah, comment. I can't think that they've got a better squad than us or whatever. Like, it's very similar. I speak to a Huddersfield fan regular. And they're no better than us. He's just that Warnock's a better organiser than McCarthy. Well, no, yeah, I was just going to say a comment from Mark GT there that just mentions Kenny Dougal. Is this the end for Kenny D? Because he uh, hasn't really featured with Dobby, has he? I don't think he's even made the bench, has he? No, no. Certainly for uh, a couple of them. So it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he doesn't I seem think, to I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think a lot with a lot of these players will depend on what league we're in next year. Yeah. I think mm. Dougal is a, a very, very good league one player. Um, and he, but he might, he might, he may have had his day as a, as, as a championship midfield player. I don't know. I don't know, but clearly he doesn't, it doesn't fit into the system because if you've got to play, if you've got to play the best players at the moment, he's not in it, is he? And and that and that's that's from the life president of his fan club. So he isn't. And uh, now there's Conley. You know, neither of them are getting in it. No, I wouldn't mind if Tribal. We could, you know, I think he might have a possibly have a part to play. I think they played uh, friendly early in the week, didn't they? Just to give yeah. some of them some game time because I think he's got something about him and. You know, I was saying before, it, when we look a little bit lightweight in midfield, it's great you're playing these attacking players, but I mean, maybe you do need that one, and he's pro- he's pro- maybe got a bit more quality on the ball than than Connolly and Kenny, and uh, you know, might just get a few minutes in the uh, the last couple of games. When was maybe. the last time he played Tribal? He's he only Jan- just about January, was it? Mm. Get him twenty minutes, beat Millwall, and it's set up for his return to Norwich. <laughs> where he's going to bring it home. That's where he's very highly regarded by the Norwich mm, fans. Yeah, he did well for them, didn't he? He's a specialist in that position, though, isn't he? And it, and that's the difference. Connolly has never been a specialist in that position. Dougal's not a specialist in that position. And like you, you hope the coaches could coach them how to play that position. But like ultimately, Stuart Brigcut and... Um, Particularly, Brig Cut and Tribal are absolute specialists in that position, um, and it's uh, it, it it's a hard skill to break play up. It's a real hard skill to 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 do, and um, and to screen the back four and stop little, you know, people and the pass were horrible. Like people like Neil Lennon and people like that, they're horrible. They they just broke play up. They got a little toe in, little tackling, shouldering, anything just to to break the the play and and then like you know those bread cut and um, and tribal have got that and we've just we've we've really missed that, haven't we? Let's be fair. Conley for me has been appalling last few games. Um, yeah. I think Nick is. Uh, 
we inherited his uh, leggy lower league one donkey tag after those last few performances. And one of our highest paid players, by the way. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've, we've again, we've been over this many times, haven't we, about if we had that quality in the middle. And we've, you know, if you're asked, if you've got Carey or Patino in there, you're asking really kids to do a, a men's job and a side of the game that, you know, they've not they've not got that physicality, have they? And you want them to be able to, you know, do what, what they're good at and have somebody in there like Andy's just said, who does all the horrible stuff and breaks up the play, gets it and gives it. And it, it can be the difference between you know, dominating a midfield and, and getting overrun, and which has happened, you know, many, many times this season. It could help Patino's game as well, having tribal in with him, experienced head and... Massively. Yeah, do, doing the kind of the dirty work, and mm. that's that's their job, isn't it? A, yeah. A CDM, do what Andy's mentioned, give it to Patino, give it to Fiorini. They're the type of guys who are going to unlock defences, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, um, the game itself, Tim, um, not a lot to write home about from the extended highlights that I've watched. Watch, sorry, um, second half, <laughs> first half. I don't know if there's anyone. Did you see the extended highlights? Uh, Grimmy nearly throwing one into his own net. Oh no, I was. Uh, I was thinking. I thought Maxwell's back in the uh, goals for a second. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, the, we'd, the we'd went... had egg in our faces had that had occurred. <laughs> I know. We, um, he did. He did. Uh, he did manage to claw, <laughs> claw um, himself back into uh, avoiding that embarrassment. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was a game. You know, listen, John. John, the Birmingham fan, said that it, you know it wasn't a great game uh, by any stretch of the imagination, and um, it was. It was played between two relatively poor teams. Um, I thought they were awful. Um, uh, and you know, and it was good to see that we could get get the right side of it. I mean, the, probably the standout highlight for me all game was the goal line clearance, um, which last seemed to last about five minutes. The, uh, uh, the the passage of play that saw us defend in in a way that was great to watch. Really, it was great to see that never never say die attitude from probably about three or four of that defensive. Back four, back five, including the keeper, and uh, and quite how we kept it out, I don't know. But um... pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others then please consider joining our Patreon supporter group program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad free on the audio you'll also get access to our patreon supporters whatsapp group which is good fun and other random giveaways as and when they come in so please do support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod let's get back to the content see you later did you just say Jude then? Yeah. I said Jude. 
Jude. You mean Jude? Well, yeah, well, that's the same thing, <laughs> is isn't it? it? Is it because they've got Jude Bellingham's brother playing? Might be something to do. Bloody hell, he's like his, he's like his, uh, his double, isn't he? I thought it was him. He's an absolute <laughs> unit, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's going to be an incredible player because I think he's only about 16, isn't he? 17. Wow. But like I said mm. earlier, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna win games in this league, that that's the sort of defending that we have to do. We mm. we, we have to. We not we not we're not gonna go through a game and, and the opposition not have chances. So so we've just gotta find a way of stopping it. Whether we stop the cross, whether we get a blocking from centre of the goal, whether we're diving in front, getting our head on it, getting our knee on it, whatever it would be, get something in front of the ball. And and maybe we've just not been desperate enough before. And I think like it frustrates me when you're not desperate enough to stop a cross and things like this. And I like the uh, the knobbers when when that cross went in that they scored from and, and Kenny's dangled a leg. Like dive in front of it. If it hits you in the bloody nuts, it don't matter, does it? Just just stop it. Whatever. I think it that is. comes from belief in the manager as well, doesn't it? And I think you yeah. could see under McCarthy fighting together. There was no spirit and, and under Dobby they they look like they want to run through a brick wall for him so far yeah. and that's yeah, you know, that's what you want to see. Yeah, it's a good yeah. shout, Nick. And we uh, and we have to have our goalkeeper playing well every week. Really, um, you know, he has to. He, he's going to have to make two or three saves every week. If we're going to beat Millwall, they are going to have chances. Come what may. So we just got to stop them. Tim first win on the road since uh, Coventry away in October. If you can believe that, I was there as it happened. Um, um, yep, we were all there, weren't we? And uh, it was a great problem. My favourite way, well, not just for the result, but favourite way day of the season, train down and and a few beers around the town and stuff like that. So it was a yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a lifetime ago. It was it was before the World Cup break. It was before it was the players it was a started getting evening. ill. Do you remember how warm it was as yeah. well for October? It was um, yeah. It sort of seems so long ago. And of course, we played Preston the week before and. Dick them at home. So we were on a bit of a roll at the time. I think if anybody had suggested at that point that we would be uh, second bottom by Christmas or, or the, even, the, even the break, it was because we went on that awful run afterwards, starting with the West Brom away. And um, we went to that as well, didn't we? We did. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> There's no way in a million years I am going to a midweek game away at West Brom. But I was so bigged up and hyped up by those two performances, and yeah, and we've... and don't forget they were bottom that night when were, we went that's there. Right, and yeah. and, and they were awful we were, game, weren't we? We were awful. We were absolutely woeful. And then we we nearly scrambled a nil nil and and conceded right at the last minute or the last couple of minutes from a corner, didn't we? Same as we did against West Brom at home. Just farcical. It was awful. It was the most deflating journey home as well, wasn't it? It, it was the longest the... journey home. Oh. <laughs> it was all right once you got out of West Brom. It was just that bit of getting out it of West was, Brom yeah. that was the nightmare. It took about an hour to get out of West Brom, didn't it? Yeah. Right. Let's move on to Millwall.
Firstly, are we going to win? Yes. Of course we are. <laughs> Front of what? sky cameras, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, right, Raggy right. said it's it's playoffs now, isn't it? And we do well in uh, <laughs> we do well in playoffs. So you know, it, to, we're still in with a chance, aren't we? And that's all we can ask for. And I, I mean, I don't know. I've not seen any injury updates, but whether Jerry and Keshi will be okay. Uh, what was what was the one with Pervader going off? Because he came on as a sub and then went Hammy. off again. What's the word? Uh, Andy. Yeah, I mean, it might only be Hammy. a little one. Is it, is it more preventative? Ridiculously. Yeah, but I mean, Jerry, you know, although I, I believe um, Morgan Rogers had a, a, a decent game uh, against Birmingham, but um, still think we need, uh, we need Jerry up front for Friday. Quick look at the form. Um, Millwall, not a great run. No. Lost to Wigan. 2-1. Lost to Birmingham City, 1-0. Beat the Nobbers, 2-0. That's an easy game for them. Lost to Holloway, drew, drawn with Luton. So if you look at that, we're kind of technically... Uh, we're the informed team compared to them. So it could be, um, could be a very edgy game for them, Tim, because... I think we've been in that position before where well, we've seen it where teams are, are playing with a lot of nervousness when they've been in the top six a lot all season and then they're on the teetering verges on the verge of dro- dropping out of the top six. Yeah, it's it encouraging that, doesn't it? Yourself, stats, doesn't it? Obviously, what do they say about stats? And, so you know, it's, they're seventh. So yeah. they're, aren't they bringing, aren't they, haven't they got the whole of the East? Have they? Uh, or I dreaming? Did they not give no. them the whole of the East before they changed the policy? Millwall? I don't think mm. so, no. Oh, good. I couldn't, I can't. I had it in my head that they were bringing a load up uh, to our you might. Place. You might be right. I'd, I've not I've not seen anything, but um, I don't know. Maybe shifting it to the Friday will, will knock a few off, won't it? I would have thought so. Particularly it's on Sky. They're not going to fill that East. Um, yeah, if we look at the table there, they're in seventh on 65 points. Uh, equal on points with Sunderland, who are also on sixty-five. Coventry sixty-six, just above them. So this, with with the volume of teams that are below them, just below all the way down to Swansea and twelfth, uh, you'd, you'd like to think this is a must-win game for them as well. Definitely for us, which is what we didn't want really. It's amazing how many teams are selling with a shout, isn't it? I was looking yesterday, and it's something like. I think there's only something like five teams with with nothing to play for, you know, for either end of the table. Everyone else has wow. still got, you know, still got something to play for. It's it's absolutely crazy, but yeah, it's a must win for them, isn't it, to to keep in touch for the playoffs and, and take it to the final game. So, like you say, John, I think it's going to be it's going to be a nail biter. I presume we're all going. Not working are you, Andy? No chance. I, I, my my finish on Friday evening at, at eight o'clock was miraculously changed to a three o'clock finish. Miraculous! <laughs> I don't know who does the rotor, but <laughs> <laughs> Andy, uh, I believe you work in a, a golf club around the the Bolton air, Bolton area, and you had some extra special guests um, going for a round of golf today. I did. I did. Can't tell you what went in the coffee, but it wasn't pleasant. 
Mr. You know on Black Adder when Baldrick makes the coffee and the food. Mr. Potts. Mr. Potts yeah, came the cappuccino. to... cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Potts came to uh, pay a visit along with the 11 knobber friends today. Yeah. Just, uh, That's something you don't want on your work day, isn't it? it a bunch of knobbers I, coming I to... I would always have a warm welcome for anyone except them. Yeah, so um, it... My welcome wasn't particularly uh, um, hostile, but it wasn't hospitable. It wasn't hospitable, yeah. Given you work in hospitality, yeah, you didn't give him a very. I hope you didn't give him a very hospitable uh, welcome. <laughs> Not a hope. <laughs> I, I think we might have a few of our lads over at some point in the next week or so. So they uh, next week maybe. So uh, they'll just put just the, as uh, an aside. Then it isn't right. it great seeing them doing what Preston do? Um, going on a nice little run just before the end of the season, getting the hopes up, and once again having them doing uh, Devon Lock cruelly on the uh, they're st- they sh- they're still full of hope, and they well they're uh, still in with a shout, aren't they? They and are. Got, um, um, I think they have Sunderland last game at their place to work with a, a knob, and we were talking about it today. And there's so many teams playing each other in and around like. Bottom end of the table, I think Huddersfield and Reading play each other on the last day. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be crazy at both ends. But the interesting comment from John there in the chat, um, the Birmingham fan who said they played Millwall recently and they pe- absolutely pepper your goal from set pieces. Well, we've had just no. having a disaster here, oh, by the way. That's that's a bit of a worry. We're having a bit of disaster here because Sheffield United played them on Saturday, and Sheffield United had just beating West Brom 1-0 so that will mean they're promoted so they're doing a Burnley then Sheffield United would be promoted tonight if they win that game and they they they've got to play the Nobbers on Saturday after a celebration well I was saying part part of the uh, Huddersfield have got Sheffield United haven't they next week and yeah and again if they're promoted are they going to are they going to be um pushing as hard as they could do. You know, we've seen it with Burnley, haven't we? Burnley have, uh, you know, taken the foot off the accelerator uh, since they got over the line. And um, the concern is that they're on, they're already on the beach, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I was, hope, I was hoping, really, a West Brom win tonight. I'd, I'd, uh, number one, do the uh, the knobbers in and, uh, and, and would make Sheffield United try even harder on Saturday, but... That's going out the window at the minute. But okay, um, it is what it is. Let's let's move on to the the relegation running then. If you look, look to the graphic there, I don't know if people can see that. Make it a bit bigger myself. Wigan, do we do we need to worry about Wigan? No, no. Because okay, if we're going to stay up, we're going to have to get six points. Correct. Yeah. And if we get six yeah. points, then we're above them. Yeah, that's right. So let's forget them. Reading have got that's a massive game. Reading Two versus games. Wigan, and then Huddersfield away. Yeah, blimey. Yeah, obviously we know we've got Millwall away and then Norwich. Sorry, Millwall at home, Norwich away. QPR. Um, I think if we win, win, we overtake them. If they lose, lose because we've got a better goal difference. So frustrating they... that they beat Burnley on Saturday, wasn't it? We no. look at the stats. No, um, I think Burnley had twenty shots. To their four and, can, and about eighty odd percent possession, 
and contrived to lose the game too. I think, I think people who were saying Burnley were on the beach there. I don't think that's true, really. They, no, not based on not based on yeah. those stats. It wasn't. They were all over them. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, typical, though, isn't it? Yeah. And if they, so they'd been three behind. You know that that had a really fancy just catching them. Really fancy just catching them. So that, that I have a horrible feeling that's the one that's going to put the nail in our coffin, mm. that, that result on Saturday. I think Keeper are probably going to get a point from those two games, aren't they? Um, yeah. Let's move on to Huddersfield. Cardiff away, Sheffield United at home, and then Reading at home. I'd like to think Sheffield United would still do a job, given it's a, a Sheffield derby, even if they're up. Mm. The Cardiff game is obviously mm. pivotal. Sorry, Yorkshire Derby. Yeah. We are we are in a conundrum about what we want to see happen as between Reading and Huddersfield, aren't we? Do we want a draw from the, that one, or do we want one to win and drag the other one down? I don't know really. Mm, there's a few different permutations, isn't there? But probably say a draw there, Tim. Mm. If, I mean, Huddersfield, Huddersfield are 44, aren't they? So, like they they would. Get, if they get to 47 but we'd have to score a couple of goals in, in each of the games and, and drag the goal difference back but if Huddersfield lost two out of those three pretty much and we win two it'll be very It's going to level out the goal difference though isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah I think QPR are gone I think, that, I, think that, I think QPR away from us I think our best chance is Cardiff overtaking Cardiff and Reading, but they're only playing Wigan. But Wigan have hit a bit of form as well. So we we want Wigan to win on Saturday if we win. I'd say I'd say so. Yeah, if we win, yeah. that we want them to win, and and then we want 100%. some of the other games to to go, you know, away. It's uh, you know each. They're in the same pickle as us on Wigan on goal difference. So we could do. I don't. We want Cardiff to win the next two, don't we? We want Cardiff to beat Rotherham because I don't think we can't really catch Cardiff. No, we? no, we want Rotherham to beat Cardiff. Do we? I th- yeah, I think we want Rotherham, Rotherham to beat picture. Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. Rotherham but then, to beat but then Cardiff. we've got Huddersfield playing Cardiff, so we don't we? Which could be a draw. <laughs> I think realistically we can overtake Car- Reading and we Cardiff. I don't think we can overtake Cardiff unless they lost. We can't overtake Cardiff unless they lose all three games. They're going so to lose maybe, to Burnley. Maybe Cardiff. That's why I was thinking at my gut reaction without what the table in front of me was that we actually want Cardiff to beat Rotherham and Cardiff from Cardiff from forty six. We're on forty one, so they you know they need to pick up. One point out of the last three. What's the goal difference? What's Carlos' goal difference? Minus 14. We're minus 24. Shite. So, at Cardiff, you probably want out of it. It's it's Huddersfield and Reading. And and they've also, if Cardiff then do win the games uh, against Rotherham, um, and they then lose to Middlesbrough, they're going into the last game against Wigan. And if they lost that, then we can catch them as well. Yeah. <laughs> what Rotherham on? Rotherham are 46 with a minus 11. Yeah, but the point being is if they lost all three, if we can, if we can beat them at home, which is a good possibility, 
then, and we're not bothered about Wigan because we're going to be behind us, then then we can overtake Rotherham as well because we can get to 47. And Rotherham have got, you know, that's why I said, I, I, I think we want Cardiff to have a rich vein of form to finish with. Yeah. If Cardiff, if Cardiff can, can win against the teams at the bottom, then that's fine to me. Yeah. Or if Rotherham beat Cardiff and then Cardiff... I don't mind Cardiff beating it is Huddersfield. Mm. Cardiff, yeah. And, and, we could, and if QPR are quite capable of losing the last two games, aren't they? Mm. It's that burn the result of Donald's. Yeah. If, if we win two well. and they lose both of theirs, then we're above them as well. Yeah, if, if you put if you put QPR on 44, then it looks completely different, doesn't it? it, it mm. we've, we've got half a chance. But whatever, whatever, Friday... You know, you've got to go one game at a time, haven't you? And yes, the old cliche, it, it, but we, we have to win on Friday control. night. And and if we win on Friday night, then it puts the others under pressure, doesn't it? Yeah. And and, and, and listen, if we can go to Norwich with a, with an outside chance of staying up, that's an incredible feat to have pulled off, yeah. bear in mind where we were after we lost to Cardiff at home, when we were dead and buried. And we're not going to be anything yeah. but brave in that situation, are we? We we're gonna go there and, and give it give it a go. Yeah. But but I I honestly think the first fifteen minutes on Friday night are so important. We if we get a goal in the first fifteen minutes on Friday night, I think the the, the, the the roof could come off and then then you're really it's we it's an amazing atmosphere, isn't it? at home when we're all up, the whole stadium's up. And if a goal in the first 15 minutes, it's all right for us sitting here going, oh, we ne- we all need to be up. We all need to be up. We all need to be up. But sometimes, you know, and, and a lot of times, it, it just needs that little bit on the pitch to make you, make you scream a bit louder and sing a bit louder and things like that. And, and, and and get the West going, and when you know the West are going, the, the flasks start twirling round their heads, and the tartan blankets get thrown on the floor as they're jumping around. Yeah, and uh, and and that's when you really know the stadium's up. Then, okay, let's pick a team to win this game. Then, as Andy said, one game at a time. Let's pick a team to beat Millwall. Well, I think we're all in agreement on the keeper, aren't we? Yeah, Chris Maxwell's obviously in there. I mean, Grimmy. Grimmy goes in. And probably the back four as well. I think the back four picks itself. Is everyone in agreement there? 100%. Gabriel, right back. Lions, left. Assuming Thornley. Assuming Thornley's. Yeah. yeah. Hope and pray that Thornley's fit. It could be key. Although Marv, Marv was... Marv might Marv be play in the, the game Marv on Monday. played in the game, didn't he, earlier on the screen? Yeah. But might be too soon, we'll see. Yeah, I'd say so. Thornley. I think Thornley's key. If he's out, no chance. Could stick Colin in up, perhaps, I suppose. Right, into midfield then. Um, are we sticking with the 4 3 3? I, think, I don't think you can change it after. After the the results we've got with it, can you? No. Tribal, do we drop him in or not? I would. I think it's time to be bold. I think you've got to take 
risks now. There's no point. I'd, sti- I'd uh, stick Playing him. within yourselves. I'd stick, I'd stick him, him in. in. Give us a bit of a screen that the others can attack from, yeah. I'd give him 60, 60 minutes yeah. and then bring Connolly in maybe after that. Nick? Yes, I wouldn't disagree if he's if he's uh, fit enough to start. Who are we playing him with? Tommy. Fiorini. Fiorini. Yep. And... Well, I'm, I'm going Patino, I think. Um, I think Patino and, and Fiorini play well together. And I think yeah. if you're going to have sort of top tribal screening and, and then the two in front doing the work, I think like when we've got the ball, those two probably play well together. And Although, like, you're going to have to throw Carey on at some point, aren't you? Well, I think Carey's been very disappointing, yeah. personally, mm, in the last few games and... Um, maybe that's why that's why I would take the risk on tribal, and I think Dobby will as well. I think yeah. Dobby will will play tribal because I think he he has looked a little bit of a weak link for me, and he's not kicked on this season, has he? No, no, he's been he's been in and out a bit, I suppose, but he has played plenty plenty of game yeah, time, but, you know. But no, I just not seeing not seeing it at the moment and i think it you know he's played because we've needed him to play because we've not really had anybody else but i think um i think uh, I, I think it would be a mistake not to play tribal in this one yeah. i i i don't I, I think if we if we're really struggling up front and jerry can't play and we're pervaded down and it's like it's it's not probably the worst option putting carry up front you know, if, if we're really struggling, then that might be might be worth doing. You know, because we it's hard work in it trying to find we what well, we four strikers injured and, and maybe Pervader. Just what do you do? I, I will. I want to put him up there, Andy. No, it's just like I'm just saying. When we've got nothing else, we're struggling. I'd rather see Brad Holmes up there. Um, yeah. What's the, anyone got any news on Pervader then? Has anything come out from the club? Well, um, it's interesting. John, our, uh, our Birmingham fan, on said when he went off, he, he didn't look injured, and he was he was giving the manager crap for taking him off. But I don't know. He looked like he was carrying a bit of a knock to me. He was seemed to be holding his leg. Maybe a precaution then, perhaps. Well, I, I'm hoping it's a tweak, and they brought him off to, as a precaution because yeah. he's cause so he doesn't get worse. We're so going to we're, assume he's. Let's assume he's fit then. What's? I think if he's fit, he plays, doesn't he? What about Jerry? Well, he, obviously, if he's fit, he plays. Yeah. I think we've got to assume they're all fit, unless we know they're not, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. So let's let's assume that Yates and Pervader are fit then. Um, who, who are we playing? Yates Rogers in the middle. A, Rogers had a very good game <coughs> against. Rogers Rog, is going. Rogers going to start on the left hand side of that three, isn't he? Are we yeah, assuming Cashy's injured? I don't yeah. think he's going to play, is he? Nah, I don't, yeah. That looked a similar injury to the one Patino got at QPR, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, Mark GT's just said, I thought he was in tears when he went off. Um, frustrated. Mm. We don't, they don't. We don't know anything, do we? We never get any news. No. One to the mole. Yeah, Daz. Daz McKenzie lines up front. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a bad shout. I mean, he's probably one of the best finishers, isn't he? From what we've seen, we've got to have Yates in, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. 
And I, I think you've got to play bowler, haven't you? You've just got to. He's just... I wouldn't. Oh. It's been garbage. Mm. Mm. I just he's, think he's, that... He's, you know what? He's... he's, he's, he's Vader, he's fit. He's worked, place some, his fit. he's worked some great posi- positions, Bowler, and he's, he's finishing his shooting is just woeful. Oh, yeah. That one on Saturday when he cut inside, as Chizzy called it, that trademark. I remember Chizzy, I remember, I had to laugh at Chizzy, he was mixing up Pervader and P- Patino on Saturday. I thought, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but he, he was right when he said that he was like trademark Bowler until he... He hit it, and then it was like ballooned over the bar, you know. Farini's done a few of those as well, hasn't he? Where he's absolutely, he's like, he's like his, um, uh, what do you call it? You know, doing the avit with it, with it, with some of his massively overhit shots recently. But yeah, Bowler just doesn't seem to know where the target is at all. It's a tough one. Well, it is a massively I, tough one. I, 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 I'm to the I view that, like. As I said many times, you've got to be brave, and and like he will, he will run at players, and he's we we have to have people who can carry us up the pitch. And if yeah, we, if we think magic. We're he's got that, that potential for a bit of magic, hasn't he, Andy? Yeah, just to yeah. create something from nothing. You have to have those players. We keep saying that though, don't we? And it's not. <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong; I'd love nothing more than him, you know, going on a run and sticking it in the back of the net but we're kind of running out of games and we keep saying maybe this game maybe this game look when um, he sticks well, when he sticks one in the top corner in the fourth minute you'll all be um, you'll all be saying thanks Gricey oh, what a great silly <laughs> or he comes off the bench fired up could do like he did against Rother- he, um, was it Huddersfield Huddersfield he, did, he does have a reaction when he's benched doesn't he Yeah, but we don't know with Pervader do we we don't know if he's fit or not no, but so, I think it would. You know, we don't know if Yates is either. We've put him in, haven't we? So personally, I would probably go Pervader. Yeah, I, I agree. Would. Yeah, three-one. I'm afraid, Andy. Then he goes. All right. Grimmy Lions, Thornley, Nelson, Gabriel, Tribal, Patino, Fiorini, Pervader, Yates, and Rogers. Decent team. That. Are we going to win the game, gents? Gives you predictions. Of course. Raggy Aid, yes, we are. Score? 2 1, Pool. Tim? 2 1, Millwall. <laughs> He's always right. <laughs> He's always right. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go 2 1 to Millwall as well because Tim's always right. Andy? <laughs> 4 1, we're going to score in the first five minutes. We'll follow it up with a second. We'll be 3 0 up at half time. Mill will know what day it is. They'll come out, they'll come out fired up second half. They'll get one. They'll think that's, uh, they'll think they're on uh, a comeback. They will push out from the back looking and leave a whole space behind and we'll get a fourth and that'll be it. Thanks very much. He's OD'd on Reggie, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been he's OD'd. He's had too much. <coughs> well, let's leave on. Let's leave on a positive. Only Come the on, four one, lads. Only the four one. Yeah, we're not leaving yet, Nick. I'm afraid there's some, uh, a few other bits to catch up on. Nick's news. It should be shouldn't it? Where's Nick's news? Yeah. Du, 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 du. I've not read Nick's the script. News. 
Yeah. Nick's news. Um, What's well, John's news, actually, because I've made a few things up. No, I haven't made them up. Blackpool ladies, um, spots Salty. I know his daughter plays for the team. Thought we'd give him a, a big up to the ladies who beat the Nobbers to win promotion to the Northwest Premier League. So, uh, well done, ladies. Great achievement, particularly Fantastic. beating the bastards. Yeah. So, well done. I think a bit, a bit more could be done to promote these sort of events. Um, it's, it's weirdly at Thornton, some weirdly named ground that I've never heard of. Near Norcross, so I'd, have, I'd have probably knit down and watched if I'd have known about it. So I think the club need to give the maybe give it a bit more of a bump. Yeah, it's a great way to win it as well, isn't it? On the against them lot, so well done, excellent well, stuff. Yeah. Next piece of news: uh, Brett Garrity, Tim left the board. Um, quite a, I think the wrong board member has left the board. Um, it's uh, quite yeah. a, bit, a bit of a shame, really. And, and I know Brett was instrumental behind the Tangerine teammates, obviously being involved in grassroots as I am. I thought it was a, a brilliant initiative. And, um, yeah, so thanks, Brett, to that. Thanks for everything he's done. Bit of a, a bit of a surprise, really. Bit of a surprise because, obviously, him and Sam are going back a long way. And But if I'm going to try and rationalise it, and because, effectively, Brett does what pretty much what I was doing before, before him... Um, you do. You put a lot of effort in, and I think I've said it on the, you know, um, before and here. You know, it's like doing two jobs. And four months that I did it for, um, it put a strain. You know, you lose, you lose your family life, you lose your social life, and 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 I and I was had it when it was on a crest of a wave. I had the job, and it was a crest of a wave. So it was, it was, it was brilliant, and it, I've never have not done it. But I don't know whether I'd have wanted to carry on doing it for as long as he has. And I think the other thing is when things start to go wrong, you can't go anywhere without somebody giving you their two penneth worth. It's on the everywhere you go on social media. You know, we, we've all seen, you know, all this, you know, get rid of a lot of them posts um, on AVFTT and whatever, which I know they read avidly. Um, and if you go in the pub, somebody collars you and they've always know best. And I think... And when, I know how much effort he puts in, and uh, and 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 every credit to him for doing it. But I can see your life balance goes completely out of the kilt, and you end up doing stuff you don't want to be doing. Um, and um, and when you're doing your day job as well, it's 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 unrelenting. It's literally well, it's not even his job, is it? It's not his full time job. No, no, he's, he works job. for the CPS, and he's got a very um, you know, demanded job in the CPS as well. So he'll be he'll be working flexi. T- I'm guessing flexi time in there to go to various meetings at the club during the day, and he'll go to the club in the evening. You know, I, I would rarely get in before ten o'clock, and I'd be generally out the house at seven, and I'd be working week Sundays to try and catch up with my day job. And and, and four months, I, I wouldn't say it was at breaking point because it wasn't, but it was it was. There was no, you never took your foot off the pedal. And you, at the end of the you're a football fan. You want to enjoy going to the game. You want to enjoy everything about it. And uh, I can, I, 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 I can sort of see why he did what he did, but it is a shame because I think the, the club's poorer for not having somebody like Brett doing what he's doing. And that, you know, you mentioned the tangerine, um, uh, the tangerine buddy things, teammates. Um, BST, he's, he's, he was, you know, a lot of communication going on between 
him and um, and and Ben Mansford and, and BST that you know might might you know obviously hopefully isn't isn't interrupted but the him not being there now things we were working on discussions we we're having all of a sudden you might go back a step so um, yeah I hope he's um, oh, well listen hope he's uh, hope he's going to be up for watching Blackpool on um, on on Friday night and and that. He really, you know, he'll get back to enjoying watching his football, which is what we all do it for at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, but I listen, he, he, he's put in thousands of hours over the last four years. Every credit to him. Yeah, I think what what Tim's alluding to there. I mean, I, obviously, I went in very similar time to Tim straight after the uh, the, the initial administration as such, and it was. Um, it is it, it, it is tough. You you see how much there is to do and how much there is to think about. But don't forget, Brett lives locally. Sam Sadler doesn't, and so Brett will take it, even if he wants to take his missus out for a night out or for a meal or a drink or whatever. He's he's just going to get it all the time, and and there there isn't any switching off from it at all, and and. Simon Sadler can go, where does he live? Oxford now, isn't he? I think. So he can just go out. He can take his missus out for a meal and no one knows him from Adam. And so he doesn't get that same sort of whole interaction. And and, and apparently he's, he's quite, even as a mate, I, I, from what I understand, Sadler's really difficult to work for and because he's a bit, Wants to know everything about every everybody and things like that. So it 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 must have been tough for Brett, it, and and it was okay while it was going okay, um, but now we've had a bump in the road or a big bump in the road, really, haven't we? With some pretty average appointments, I think he'll start. He's started to feel it now himself, and as Tim said, he's got a job, and this club stuff's for nothing, and. Uh, like, let's be fair. He, he should be congratulated on on what all the things that he's done right. Let's leave it at that. Draw a line, and 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 hopefully, like you said, Tim said there, like he can come back to being a fan and uh, and sit with us and enjoy our, enjoy football from now on in. Anything to add, Nick? Wrong person left, what, perhaps. Wrong left the board, perhaps. Is there... Yeah, I mean, I'd echo what the guys have said. You know, like Tim said, he was doing it at a time when things were going well and that was hard. So I can only imagine how difficult it is. And, you you know, if, they'll look at, you'll see social media and there'll be people saying stuff, won't there? And it's, you can't respond to it, can you? And it must be, you know, that must be really difficult. You, there's probably things he wants to say, but you can't go getting in a, a row with someone on Twitter or the AVFTT or whatever. So, you know, and the amount of hours he would have had to put in as well, um, every credit to him for for doing it for as long as he has. And I think all fair-minded Blackpool fans would would have nothing but good things to say about him and and wish him all the best and thank him for all his effort. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for what you did, Brett. Um, I think you got a bit of a shitty end of the stick at the end. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> daft as it seems, Tim, being a manager of a, of a kids' team, you, you're always thinking about things, aren't you? You're sleeping, yeah, yeah. you're thinking about teams on your mind, and obviously that's minute 
in comparison to what it must be like running or be on the board of directors at a championship yeah. football club. And I'm to, so, I'm to, I'm to hire and fire people, you know, I'm, I'm going to specifics, but I think, you know, I know he's been involved in that and not never pleasant at the best of times. I had to deal with some disciplinaries while I was in there. So it's not all about the nice stuff. You know, you've got to deal with the, with the, with the crap, but put it bluntly. And, um, uh, and, and you take things to heart. I, I, I still take things to heart now with with anything I'm involved in um, management wise. But when I saw, you know, when I see criticism, even now, if I see criticism of the stuff the interim board did, it still riles me now. Four years later, I've still got my fielding out banner above the wardrobe. (laughs) You do, you know, when people start saying, "Oh, the 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 interim board, this interim board did that," and it's there, I'm thinking, you know, and it does, and and that's like with the benefit of distance. Uh, and um, I, you know, it, it's it's a difficult tightrope to fo- to to walk along. And particularly, you know, you go into the thatched house or whatever, as Brett does sometimes on a Friday Saturday night. You got your back slapping when everything was going great, but there'll be the, the same people who, who gent half of them are idiots. Um, will 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 call you fit to burn. And they'll do, and they've got no shame. They'll do it right in front of your missus. They'll do it in front of your mates. They'll, you know, they'll they'll give you what for, and you know, it's 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 not pleasant sometimes. It's. I don't. Did he even draw a salary? He certainly wasn't on three hundred and fifty grand a year like someone I think, else. I think he, he got a. I think he got. I, I, totally only because I've seen some. Well, listen, I shouldn't take anything off ABFTT, but I think there's some suggestion that he got a nominal amount. Mm. Um, as like a very small salary, but obviously bearing in mind, he wouldn't have been on, he wouldn't even have been getting national minimum wage for the hours he's putting in. I think, I think what people don't understand, Tim, is what it was like when the Oysters left, exactly what yeah. it was like inside the club and all the things that we had to deal with. Like the, the <laughs> It was, it really was rubbish, wasn't it? It was just yeah. yeah. And, like, and, and and listen, and they've and and they've taken up what we were doing and, and moved on, sorting it all out. Yeah, and there was yeah. so much to sort. And yeah, uh, you know, we de- we fire fought, we fire fought at the beginning, and yeah. and then they've had to put all these procedures and, and 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 positions in place, the structures in place that make us make us sort of like now a proper football club. You know, it's not perfect, but it, and, it, and it'll. It's a ten-year turnaround job to get it done right. You know that's why you know the training ground's not right, and East isn't right, and and the, the reception areas aren't right. There's loads not right, but you can do so much. But you know, there's always something else to do, isn't there? Because it's, there was ten years of neglect. The infrastructure was appalling. It really was appalling. It's just like you know, you're walking into kitchens that you've got to use in two weeks' time, and condemned equipment. And like it's just like where do I start here? You know I haven't got the money to spend, and it's just like, but you really want people to come and watch your team, and and you want to sell out the hospitality lounge for three hundred and fifty seats, and sell all the boxes, and sell all the other lounge, but you you you've hardly got the capability to cook anything on, <laughs> and it's it's literally was that bad. And we were walking in, and and that was just the nitty gritty of hospitality, and and then Tim had hundreds of things to deal with, like from from infrastructure of everything else. It was just amazing what there was. But that's for another day. <laughs> Did you sort out the sausage rolls, Tim? 
Well, it, I don't think we had sausage rolls back then. Get him started um, on them. I've just come in. I've just come in from work, of course. And actually, Wayne's noticed I'm a bit knackered. I've done a 13 hour day. Look what I've got, and I'm not sausage eating it yet. Roll. <laughs> That's, that's from sing, that's from single to lodge. That it's very nice, but I'm not even I'm not eating it because I didn't want to uh, be unprofessional. On um... it's not, you, you know they eat cheese and biscuits live on the stream, don't you, Tim? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wayne, he has uh, he has been burning the candle at both ends. I've been like sending a message saying, "Where the f are you?" No, I'm still at work, so now all these uh, Michael Portillo holidays have to pay for themselves, don't they, Tim? Well, this is it. You know, you, 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 there's a, you know, if, if I'm going to keep buying my uh, my red pants for uh, my foreign jaunts, uh, I've got to put the hours in. Well, you need, you need for, a, uh, a bit of culture when we go to uh, Norwich, Tim, because I don't want to spend well, four I'll, days I'll, I'll in the pub. I'll be organising a cultural tour. Of, yeah, um, I'll be uh, I'm involved in that visit to, uh, I don't know, a Roman fort or a Victorian folly. No, a cracking owl sanctuary in Spixworth, Nick. <laughs> yes, on <the> Stanton Spice Museum. <laughs> the gags are endless. Let's hope we've got something to play for uh, uh, when we get to Norwich anyway. Um, yep, so we will be coming back after the Millwall game. We'll be in a, a very good mood or an extremely sombre mood. But either way, let's hope. The boys really give it a good go. Four hundred tickets left for Friday. Friday Get them sold. Yeah, not, yeah, not many. T- not many tickets left. Okay, so uh, yeah, thanks for your company this evening, gents. It's been a pleasure as always. Do like and subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube. And all that to be said is thanks for watching, thanks for downloading, and come on the pool. Let's come meet on the pool. Go on the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've been listening to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a see you later thanks for listening away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.